Hi, this is Keith Larson, publisher of Control Magazine and ControlGlobal.com. Welcome to the Solution Spotlight edition of our Control Amplified podcast. Today, the topic at hand is industrial asset lifecycle and how asset owners can ensure that they derive optimal value from those assets from the earliest stages of design through long-term sustainment of production capabilities. To help illuminate this important issue, I'm pleased to have join me Rachel Conrad, Vice President and General Manager of Customer Support and Maintenance for Rockwell Automation, as well as Matt Fordenwall, Vice President and General Manager for Systems and Solutions, also of Rockwell Automation. Welcome, Rachel and Matt. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Well, let me just uh, get things started. Um, topic of life cycle services could mean a lot of different things, a lot of different people, I think, for many industrial automation suppliers, the term really refers to the help they offer their customers in managing the life cycles just of those automation assets, the PLCs, the software um, that's that's installed in their facilities. While that's certainly important, I know Rockwell Automation takes a much broader view. Can you expand a little bit on the scope of your offering and how you help your your customers on the with the life cycle view? Hey, sure. Um, I'll get started. Um, and then Matt, feel free to add on to that if that's all right. Um, so, you know, I think when Rockwell and we think about how we can best help our customers um, with their challenges and deliver the business outcomes that, that they need, we think about life cycle as the life cycle of their plants or the life cycle of their process, not, not their life cycle, just about those automation assets. And I think the other piece is that we recognize that in a plant or in a process, it's not going to be just Rockwell automation assets that are there. So we have to be able to support our customers um, with all different types of technology, all different types of vintages. Um, and that that's really kind of how to, how we broaden and try to deliver more value for the customer. Yeah, I would agree, Rachel. Um, you know, lifecycle services from Rockwell Automation is not just your industrial automation asset. It's also the people who are supporting your operations and their knowledge of uh, your industry and your application and your operations. How do we support those people as well? And then how do we help uh, you get the most effective business outcomes that you're looking through, uh, through your investment in those assets? So when I think of the lifecycle services offering, we have capabilities that help you improve your existing assets, design, build, um, or modernize those those assets, and then sustain the, the output you're looking for. And that's a combination of our industry expertise, our technology expertise, our actual application expertise, as well as operational expertise. Um, and it's not just focused on Rockwell Automation content. It also extends to other machinery, other brands, and more importantly, the people in the facility who are uh, extracting value from your investment. Mm -hmm. So there's acknowledgement of of training that's required to allow your customers to to, uh, service and and get maximum value, as well as acknowledging a heterogeneous environment that, you know, every plant, once it starts up, is brownfield. So... It's, it's seldom going to be one automation platform, so uh, you're prepared to help them with these heterogeneous environments. Yeah, and, and maybe just to add to that, you know, the, the offer, you know, the capability looks different depending on where customers are in that life cycle, right? So there's anything from different types of consulting services that we have relative to kind of standing up a new 
um, plans or maybe even um, connecting, uh, building a connected enterprise or working through a digital transformation. There's professional services, right, on how we can help package um, and modernize equipment, kind of act as a main automation contractor. Those are examples of professional services. We have an offering of connected services, which is all about the OT space from networks, um, designing networks to um, a full cybersecurity OT um, program rollout right across the globe. Um, and then there's maintenance services, which are about more traditional like asset repair, um, but also include things around analytics. Um, and then support services are kind of those traditional services you think about the on-site technical support, remote technical support, training, um, those things fall into that bucket. So you can see, depending on where customers are and what their needs are, there's a, really a full offering across the life cycle to support them. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, greenfield plants and next-generation machines are certainly exciting, but every plant after that first startup is brownfield and every machine becomes a, a legacy asset <laughs> very quickly. So that sustainment and improvement and, you know, when you talk about digital transformation, that's what everybody's talking about. And they're not talking about new plants. They're talking about transforming those uh, existing assets. So that's good to hear. Um, you know, Rockwell Automation also has a very uh, uh, enviable partner ecosystem, many of which provide those frontline design, uh, integration, and implementation services on behalf of end users and machine builders. How does Rockwell, Rockwell uh, collaborate with those other companies to help meet the uh, uh, customer, mutual customers' needs. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. This is Matt. I'll go first, and Rachel can, can add on. Um, from, a, from a lifecycle services standpoint, with partners, obviously Rockwell is a large OEM ecosystem, system integrator ecosystem. Um, we have services from a lifecycle standpoint in terms of our ability to uh, coordinate across our partners to ensure faster startup or commissioning of new machines or applications across a large swath of machinery. We also have services and capabilities to bring data into a lot of our managed services capabilities and partner with those companies in the ecosystem to ensure that we're applying the right skills and talent to support each aspect of the machinery within that facility or the applications. Uh, so if you think about uh, our ability to partner um, with an OEM or an Encompass partner, it's not just on the technology side. Um, we have the ability in the, in the sustainment stage after you know commissioning to also uh, integrate support contracts and be able to uh, distribute uh, the right resource with the right skills at the right time to that to that facility uh, based upon um, you know, the partnership needs, understanding that no single vendor can be everything to everyone. Yeah, I, I echo that, Matt. I mean, I think when you think about it, is like we, are, we place such high value on our partners and, and we need them to be successful. We need them to help Rockwell be successful and our customers need, need an ecosystem of people working on their behalf to support them. I think when you think about collaboration and really the heart of true collaboration, it's really about acknowledging when you aren't the proper fit for every, to do everything for a customer, but you also know 
you know, what you're good at, what is complementary, and then this ecosystem that, that we've built with our partners allows us to bring the right people to the table at the right time, and it can look seamless, and it, it should feel seamless to our customers that we're all working towards the common goal. So I'll just give you a real-life example. We have many customers today, hundreds, if not thousands of plants that rely on some of our sustainment services from our remote support or our connected services groups. And those, those types of support contracts are proactive. They're monitoring sort of the IT and OT infrastructure uh, from the network in that facility to uh, the industrial data center to those, all those uh, heterogeneous OTN nodes. Those could be Rockwell, and Alan Bradley, DLC. That could be uh, a Rockwell Drive. That could be uh, a competitive uh, asset that's out there. But with one call uh, to our support center, we're able to um, have a single service ticket that goes across multiple partners. That could be a Cisco switch. That could be VMware. That's hosting an application uh, that could be, you know, also with uh, a Rockwell Automation PLC. So you're talking to a, a degreed engineer uh, technically to troubleshoot that, or who is proactively calling you based upon something that you know, we've analyzed and determined is something that we can do. So our goal is to simplify that customer experience and sort of federate that across multiple different partners to bring the best of that uh, so that the, the customer is not burdened with who do I go to. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And more and more what you can do to simplify <laughs> these complex environments, especially when you think of all of the um, connectivity that, that that is being promulgated. You've got to look at the cybersecurity aspects. you got to look at all the, the data integration aspects, especially in the heterogeneous environment. So so congratulations for, for offering and, and helping users do that. Yeah, and just maybe another kind of example to bring it home is is – you know, for our OEMs in particular, if they're a North America-based OEM that's building like really great packaging equipment as an example, and that equipment is being shipped all around the world, right? Sometimes they don't have the, the resources in other countries or the ability to send those resources quickly to, to support end customers, right? So I think that's a, another example, kind of the other way of, of how we can, how we work together with our ecosystem to support customers and whether that customer is the OEM themselves because we're supporting them or the end user because they're in a country that the OEM might not have capability to travel to, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you can really bring that, that reach and the, that global presence to help a more local machine builder that may have fleets of machines all over the world. Right. If you think of thousands of resources available at the OEM's fingertips to take advantage of, right? I think that's a, a great value. Well, I think that's about the time that we have. I really thank you, Rachel, and thanks, Matt, for taking the time to talk lifecycle services with us today. And you in the audience, if you're interested in a deeper dive into the Rockwell Automation Lifecycle offering, I'd recommend you consider attending the upcoming 2019 Automation Fair to be held November 20th and 21st in, in my hometown of Chicago. Hope to welcome you there. And if you happen to be focused in the process industries, including batch and uh, industries such as life sciences and food and bev, I'd further encourage you to check out the Process Solutions User Group Conference if you're not aware. It's held Monday and Tuesday of Automation Fair Week, and it uh, really digs, digs deeply into uh, many technologies specifically for process manufacturers 
including some stuff specifically around a, a life cycle. Um, Matt or, or, or Rachel, would you like to kind of um, discuss a little bit about what's what's on tap for PSUG and Automation Fair this year? Sure, I'll, I'll get started. And um, hey, yeah, we'd love to see see everyone at Automation Fair in Chicago. Um, weather should be okay that time of year, uh, but no guarantee. <laughs> um, we have a couple things that I wanted to just mention. So as as was mentioned, the Automation Fair show itself is Wednesday and Thursday. And there's lots of technical sessions that you can attend, but but importantly as well is that you can, we have a, a, a large um, show floor. Um, there's gonna be a life cycle booth at that um, show floor. And so come talk to Matt and I, come talk to um, subject matter experts about um, our life cycle services. Um, and you can learn more right there and, and talk to the people that are doing it every day. Um, also was mentioned our process user group meeting that Monday and Tuesday. There's actually a specific lifecycle track um, at this um, Monday and Tuesday session. So check that out and just come to hear more about exciting things that are happening. And, and it's an opportunity to give some feedback as well. Oh, great. Matt, anything you wanted to add that, uh, that you're working on or, or people shouldn't miss? I think in the, the PSOG, there'll be multiple different tracks. You can learn more about lifecycle there. There'll be more tracks on cybersecurity as well as uh, plant PAX announcements and, and technical sessions. So I look forward to seeing everyone there um, in early no or mid November. Yeah, well, great. I'm Keith Larson, and you've been listening to Control Amplified. Thanks for joining us. And if you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe to future episodes at the iTunes Store. And a Google Play, plus you can find the full archive of past episodes at controlglobal.com. Signing off until next time, thanks uh, Matt and Rachel, and um, we'll see you in Chicago in November. Thank you. Thank you.